Welcome back to Brentwood Stories. The following is a fictional depiction of the legend of the Red Owl. A young husband and wife are sitting in their home. The husband, Charlie, peers out an open window towards the direction of the sea. He listens on the wind as he hears the rigging of boats. We are lucky that we aren't one of the poor souls stuck out in this weather. Won't you close that window? You're letting in a draft. Wouldn't you prefer to be snug in the warmth of the room? Can't you hear it out there? You can almost hear moans on the wind, as if someone might be perishing in this weather. All the more reason to close the window. The panes are beginning to ice over. Charlie concedes and closes the window with a click. You're right, my dear. Charlie moves back to the fire and adds in more coal. He buttons up his shirt and closes the blinds. Charlie is about to sit when he remembers there is one more window left to shut. He approaches the north window. The blinds whip violently as a burst of air rushes into the small home. Charlie grabs the sash to secure the blinds when he notices two eyes staring at him from a branch outside. Peculiar. Who's out there? As Charlie's eyes adjust, he's able to make out the shape of the bird. An owl. Red in color, unblinking, peers in through his window. Poor bird sitting out there all alone. You can come to me. It's okay. I'd feel terrible if I left you outside all alone on a night like this. Charlie reaches out his arm to make a perch. Red Owl, won't you come to me? The owl looks Charlie over and moves closer. To Charlie's surprise, it speaks. Paleface, thou wouldst be kind to me? Charlie nearly falls over at the owl's words, but he does not falter in his hospitality. If you'll trust me this one time, I will not disappoint. It's cold and dangerous outside, and my house can provide a shelter for you on a night such as this. Won't you accept my hospitality and join me by the fire, wait out the storm, and in the morning you may happily go free? Can I trust you? Humans are not always so kind. The red owl glares at Charlie, unsure of his intentions. I am a son of liberty, and it is my duty and honor to offer freedom to all. I preach equality, free and fair. This includes birds of the air. The red owl accepts Charlie's words at face value and moves closer. I will partake in the shelter of your wigwam, pale face, for I can tell thou speaks from the heart. The red owl shakes off the snow and hops onto Charlie's arm. Charlie brings him into the room where he and Emily sit near the fire. What beautiful plumage you have. Emily scratches the red owl's head. It truly is a remarkable shade of red. Are you hungry, red owl? Famished, really. It has been nearly 200 winters since I last tasted food. You must be hungry indeed. Charlie scoops up a handful of corn and brings it over to the red owl. The red owl looks over the corn and speaks. I used to have mine roasted. Roasted? That's quite odd for an owl. Charlie quickly moves to the kitchen to prepare roasting the corn. Salt as well. Salt too. Have patience, pale face. I will explain all to you later. Charlie finishes cooking the corn and brings it to the red owl to eat. Uh, Enjoy. Charlie sits in his chair and closes his eyes until his consciousness fades while his wife falls asleep on the sofa. 
The wind picks up and howls against the windows of the house. Charlie is startled awake by the sound. Ah! Uh, it's about time I get to bed. Hold. I will speak to thee. The red owl moves to the back of Charlie's chair and peers at him. I will stay and listen, for owls are known to be birds of wisdom. Bird? Never a bird, but a wandering spirit. A spirit? Truly? A ghost? What are you exactly? Some mortal who committed crimes in your past? Some soul condemned? Or a goblin damned? Not so. Listen. Three thousand moons ago, I was like thee. Blesh, a living man, chief of my tribe. Oriwos was my name, the terror of the Quinnabo. You have my battle axe on your mantle. Many times and often it cleaved the skull of stalking Shenag. This is what brought me here. Go on, noble spirit, son of the primeval forest. Thy tale intrigues me. I ruled this island when the white man landed, and I befriended him until I was slain in mortal combat when my braves fled, pressed and hunted by vicious mohawks who hid like leaves in a forest. I fell in a ravine, last of my people, and there my bones remain unburied till this day, bleaching in the sun and disintegrating in the snow. The red owl pauses, steadying itself. Were you struck dead in one fell swing? Were you shot by a poison arrow? Or did you have your head cleaved by a tomahawk? Were you scalped and your honor stolen as a trophy to your enemy? Therein lies my deep damnation. I was slaughtered like any dog, pale face. I would have done the same to him had I been the victor. But woe is that I lay unburied just above the surface. I must wander as an uneasy spirit. The red owl looks down sadly before Charlie responds. Can I do anything to help? The red owl pauses for a moment before replying. If you will, on the morrow with a shovel, find my bones and bury them. Hide my mortal remains from the light of the sun. Then speak aloud, dust to dust, ashes to ashes, and thy bones to Mother Earth must return from whence they come. I promise I will. With that promise, the red owl vanished without a trace. Charlie takes a moment before sitting down. Tomorrow, I will fulfill my duty. The next day, Charlie sets out to find the bones of the Oribos. He gathers the remaining fragments and buries them deep in the ground. He then spreads pine needles on the grave. Dust to dust, ashes to ashes, and thy bones to Mother Earth must return from whence they come. A brief amount of time passes without any fanfare. The grave sits dormant and quiet. Charlie, however, remains satisfied that he was able to fulfill the spirit's wish. Three days pass without any incident until the next morning when a glimmer breaks through the clouds and the red owl's voice breaks through the quiet. Thou hast done well, and henceforth I will be thy friend. I will shield thee from adversity and make thee respected of men. I will be thy guardian angel in providence. Hang thee my picture on the wall, and thou mayst cherish my memory. I bestow my name on thy wigwam. It shall be known forever, for all time, as the Hermitage of the Red Owl. The spirit has since vanished, and since that hour, and forevermore, all has been well with me. Are you interested in being interviewed on Brentwood Stories? Email adultprograms at brentwoodnylibrary.org for a chance to be featured on the podcast. 
That's adultprograms at brentwoodnylibrary.org.